welcome everybody though to tonight's practice. Um, so it's a bit of a continuation really from last week. Last week we had our full-on Halloween practice um, with the goddess Kali. And so we're going to still going to embody some of that Kali energy and spirit tonight um, because we are still going to dive into the darkness a little bit because last week we were very much working with the darkness in the pelvic floor and um, still using our hastabanda, our Kali claws down into the floor and going, getting over our fear of going upside down, turning ourselves inside out with, with handstanding. So tonight we're gonna kind of go into the darkness, into the fear thing in a slightly different way. So we're gonna, because another home of the goddess Kali is actually in the mid thoracic. So in the space just behind the back of the heart. And this area can get kind of very closed down, very knotted for many of us because there's a lot of storage capacity there for old wounds, old griefs, and it can all evolve into tightness around that kind of mid-back area. And so tonight we are going to get into the knots of the heart as it is the second home of Carly. And of course, going into the heart requires great courage and fearlessness, which of course Carly has in spades. And we're going to get into some backbending tonight and some pretty big backbending shapes too, which require us to really open the heart really fully and, um, and emerge fearlessly and um, in strength and that deep-rooted courage and trust in our, in our own self in order to let the heart space be fully clear. So that is where we're going in our practice, backbending tonight. You're all going to need a yoga strap for sure and at least one chunky yoga uh, block. So if you grab those out now and I think maybe it was a few late arrivals. I know that the traffic is mad tonight. Yeah, um, really crazy everywhere. So um, I think I've seen just some guests arrive on the car park. So when you have your props and everything that you need to practice tonight, let's uh, come down to sit. And as you come to sit comfortably, whether it's kneeling and supported by a block underneath your sitting bones or whether you're cross-legged, then making sure that your knees are ideally lower than your hips so your pelvis can tilt forward, your lower back can draw in with ease. And, okay, no worries, Deb, I know the traffic's crazy. Let's um, bring our hands into that same mudra that we were working with last week, the goddess mudra, the yoni mudra, the downward pointing triangle with the thumbs connected just around the navel center, the edges of the index fingers touching somewhere down near the pubic bone. And as the fingers rest in that way and the palms soften back into the belly, take the heads of your upper arm bones back so the collarbones broaden. Sit tall as you anchor through your seat and rise up through the crown of the head. And as you're breathing in and breathing out through your nostrils, allow your seat to really anchor down, to root down into the support of the earth. The earth rising up to hold you and support you. The chin parallel to the floor. And as you breathe in and out of your nostrils now, start to breathe in 
all the way down into the bowl of your pelvis. Feel your pelvis expand and broaden. And as you breathe out, up and out through the crown of your head. Breathe in all the way down, pelvis expanding, filling. Breathing out, up and out through the crown. And as you breathe in that way, start to count the length of your inhalation, a count of four, and breathe out for the same count of four. So breathing in all the way down for one, two, three, four, all the way up and out, one, two, three, four. Continue to breathe in that way, naturally expanding into the dark, fertile soil of the pelvis and the darkness within. And of course, we sometimes think of the darkness as being a bad thing. But of course, Kali teaches us that the darkness very much is a place of growth, a very fertile place, a place where when we meet the dark spaces inside ourselves, we can start to transform the darkness into light. We can start to heal and bring the body and mind into harmony. And as you continue to breathe in that way with the counterfoil, notice the distractions that your mind starts to present to you. A bit like the Kali story from last week where the great demon Raktabija could multiply into hundreds of demons if a drop of his blood touched the floor so he would multiply out. And if you remember the story from last week that was all metaphorical of course for the egoic thoughts that we all have in our own minds that distract us and move us away from our centre. How the thoughts from one little thought ripple out and multiply into hundreds of thoughts and how the thoughts can generate a whole amount of negativity and fear of things that may never even happen. So as you rest in your breath, just for the next minute or so, notice when the ego mind starts to pull you away from your centre, when those thoughts start to spiral out of control and distract you. And just keep coming back to the inner landscape, to the great flow of your breath, the awareness and the present. At the end of your next exhalation, let your breath just return to its own regular rhythm and begin to bring your left hand up over your heart space and take your right hand behind you up into the mid thoracic. So the back of your right hand is resting against your back body. And so your hands are cradling the heart. And as you breathe into your heart space now, notice how it feels there. Does it feel expansive and soft and smooth? Does it feel a little tight and knotted and tender? Notice how it feels in your shoulders. Does one shoulder feel a little higher than the other? A little more sensitive perhaps than the other? 
How does it feel in the back body in comparison to the front body? Notice any emotions and sensations that are really rising up for you as you connect with your heart space. And to go into the darkness of the heart, the dark corners that hold knots of woundedness and old griefs and heartache, it takes great courage. So through our practice tonight, we'll be embodying once again the fierceness and the wisdom of Kali Ma so that we can sever those cords of attachment around the heart so it frees us up to rise up into to embrace our lives in its full capacity and richness. Let's release the right hand back around the front body and bring the palms together in Anjali Mudra. The gesture of presence, the gesture of union, of uniting all of the spaces within us, the darkness and the light, the left and the right, the divine feminine and the divine masculine within each and every one of us. Let's chant together the Pranava Om just once to open our practice with this intention of unification and liberation. Take a full breath in. Oh. As you bow your chin to your chest, bowing in great reverence to the freedom of your own heart. Link open your eyes, release your hands down you can extend your legs out ahead of you and give the legs a little bounce around, the toes a little wiggle. And when you're ready, make your way over to downward facing dog. And it could be more of a fluid dog, more of a rippling dog. Getting grounded through your Kali claws. The last few weeks we've worked pretty intensely with Hastabandha. The ability to root through the four corners of the hands and engage the fingers so that the heart of the palm draws up away from the earth. So we draw in downward dog the heart of the palm, the earth energy up through that heart all the way up into the shoulders. We retract the shoulders up the back and suck the arm bones into the sockets, keeping the collarbones broad as the armpits lift away from the floor. Firm and tone your forearms, the eyes of the elbows, Rama and Sita, gazing adoringly at each other. The lower belly toned and as the sit bones tilt up to the sky, we draw the lower back in. Spread out your toes 
feel as though you're trying to lift all ten toes off the floor, even though, even though physically they may not lift at all. The outer heels press out sideways without pivoting on your feet though so that we engage the outer seam of the legs. The inner thighs roll in back and wide. Bend the knees just a little bit, halfway-ish to the floor. Get the sit bones higher, press the top of your thigh bones back. Lovely, everybody. And then start to walk your hands back towards your feet or your feet back towards your hands. Whatever feels better for you. And as you land in Uttanasana, have your feet hips distance apart, the fingertips just in front of your toes, the eyes of the elbows gazing at each other again, drag your fingers energetically towards your heels, extend your seat back and your heart forwards. And then root down through the four corners of your feet. The arms go wide, look forwards, press into the strength of your feet and your legs as you rise to the sky. And draw the hands down the midline in Anjali Mudra, all the way back down to the heart. Circle the arms out wide, palms face up as you press down into the earth, breathe in earth to sky. And exhale down sky to the earth. Inhale, sweep around and up. And exhale, drawing the light all the way down through the midline into the heart. One more like that, breathing in. And breathing out. With the feet hips distance apart as you inhale, turn the palms out wide to the sides of the room, arms overhead. Take hold of your right wrist with your left hand. Turn your right palm to the sky and bring the tip of your index and thumb together. Take an in-breath and firm down through your legs and feet. And exhale to your left. Inhale, return to the center, change the clasp. Spin the left palm skywards, lean to the right. Inhale, center, and exhale, change hands, lean to the left. Inhale, center, exhale to the right. Two more as you breathe in, come up, and if you want to make it more dynamic, sweep your right leg behind you onto the baby toe side of that foot. Left knee bends as we lean to the left. Inhale, change the clasp of the hands, Left leg behind you, that beautiful crescent arc to the right. Coming through the midline and one more to each side, with or without the legs. Lovely. And last time, over to the right. Inhale, come back to the center and exhale the hands back down into Anjali Mudra in front of the heart. If you're not at the front of your mat, walk up to the top of your mat and find Tadasana through your legs. So move down through the four corners of your legs and your feet. And then as you inhale, sweep the arms wide around and up, reaching back to the sky. 
Palms turn out to the sides of the room, soften the knees. Hinge from your hips, bless you. And fold out over the legs. Bless you again. Empty the neck and as you inhale, use that traction. Fingertips draw to heels as you stretch the heart forwards. Bend the knees a bit more, plant the palms to the floor and walk back into the top of a push-up. Shoulders over wrists. Hasta banda through your hands. Really claw the earth energy up into the shoulders. Lift the sides of the waistline up and reach your tail to your heels, your heels to the back wall. Shine the light of your heart forwards as you broaden your collarbones. Take an in-breath, press the floor away through your hands, and as you exhale, lower your knees, chest, and chin. Navel to the spine, lift the heads of the arm bones up away from the floor, shoulders onto the back, and slither through onto your belly, hands stay where they are. Keep the shoulder heads lifted, clip the toenails down, and as you inhale, cobra, no hands, Palms hover off the floor, shoulders stay on the back. Exhale back down to the floor. Forehead down to the floor, shoot the arms forwards. A full danda pranam, a full offering. Palms come together if that's okay in your shoulders. Almost like a little Kali sword pointing straight out ahead of you. Take a full inhale there. And exhale out of your mouth. Slide the hands alongside the chest. Press the floor away. Up and back to downward dog. Lovely. As you inhale, let's rise up onto the tops of the feet. Rising up onto the balls of your feet. And soften the knees and you can baby step or one big step or float up to the top of your mat. Fold and bow inwards. Tone your legs, pitch the weight forwards more towards the balls of the feet, towards the front of the heels. So we stack the hips right over the ankles. Inhale, come up halfway. And exhale, fold and bow in. Empty the neck, shoulders lift up into the back. Root down through the feet, bend the knees if you need to. Look forwards, inhale and come all the way up to stand. And as you exhale, turn the palms out to the sides of the room. Hinge from the hips again and fold. Uttanasana. Sky to earth. Inhale, coming up halfway. Let's step the right leg straight back behind. Lower the back knee down to the floor. And using your Kali sword, remember Vira Mudra from last week. The in fingers interlace except for the index, the left thumb over the right. And as you inhale, bring your arms all the way up. Squeeze the arm bones to the sides of the head. Squeeze the back knee and the front heel towards each other. Inhale, rise into your power and as you exhale, take the hands down, downward facing dog. Inhale, top of a push-up, shoulders over wrists. And as you exhale, knees, chest and chin. 
Lift the shoulder heads, lift the belly. Inhale and slither through to cobra. No hands, keep the shoulders lifted. Exhale and lower the hands to the earth, the face down to the earth. Press the floor away as you press back into downward facing dog. Inhale, take the right leg to the sky. And exhale, step your right foot through between the hands. Back knee down to the floor. And Sipana Mudra again, Warrior Mudra, as you breathe in, bringing your Kali sword all the way up. And as you exhale, taking it down and severing those cords of attachment to any fears. Take the hands to the floor and spring the feet together to the top of your mat and fold and bow in. Root down through the feet. Inhale, rise all the way up to stand. Turn the palms out to the sides of the room, hinge from your hips, fold and bow to the earth. Inhale and come up halfway and step your left leg straight back behind you, lower the back knee. Use your Vira Mudra to bring yourself up into your power. Draw the front ribs slightly back. And bring the hands all the way down, downward facing dog. Inhale, top of a push-up, shoulders over wrists. Exhale, lower knees, chest and chin. Inhale, slither all the way through the shoulders, curl back, heart open wide, no hands, cobra. And exhale, lower all the way down. Press the floor away as you inhale and exhale to downward facing dog. Left leg lifts to the sky, lift from the inner thigh. And step the foot all the way forwards between the hands, back knee to the earth. Vira Mudra again as you rise, coming up into your power, into your truth. But as you exhale, sever any of those cords to the attachments that knot around the heart. Spring the feet together as you inhale. And exhale, fold and bow in. Root down, inhale and rise all the way up. And exhale, bring the hands down in front of the heart, standing in Tadasana and Anjali Mudra. This mudra of presence. We're going to take Warrior Namaskar now. So as you inhale, let's take our arms around and up. And exhale, draw down the midline, hands draw fully into the heart. Stepping the left leg straight back behind into warrior one with the hand still in Anjali Mudra. Ground through the back foot and spiral the inner thigh in and back. Begin to burst open the middle three fingers of your hands into Padma Mudra, the mudra of the opening lotus. Just like our heart opening wide and as you breathe in, Take the arms all the way up. As you exhale, bring the hands down into Vajra Pradharma Mudra, interlacing the first knuckles of the fingers and the hands come back to rest down on the heart. The gesture of unshakable trust. 
Slide your back foot out and wide and turn the torso to the left of your mat so it's a more traditional warrior two foot patterning. Burst the arms wide open now, warrior two. Squeeze your feet together, sit down into the power of your legs. Look over your right fingers. And then start to turn from your waist, spinning the heart forwards, the arms will be out to the sides. Pivot on the ball of the back foot and come on to the back, the ball of the back foot with the back heel lifted. Palms to sky. Bring the arms all the way up into our Kali sword, our Vira Mudra overhead. Take a full breath in there and as you exhale, start to hinge from the hips and lean forwards. It takes great courage to reach out ahead. Step the back foot in a little bit if you need to. Bend the front knee and take flight into Virabhadrasana three. Lift the left inner thigh and roll the outer hip down. As you release, hands to the floor, lower the back knee to the floor. Sit back onto your left heel and bring your right hand to your heart, your left palm to the floor into Bhumi Sparsa Mudra. Bhumi, the earth, Sparsa, meaning lightness of touch. So bowing in reverence to the great support beneath you, the great heart support within you. Release your right palm to the floor and spring your feet together to the top of the mat. Fold and bow inwards. Root down through the feet, inhale and rise all the way up to the light. And exhale back into presence, all parts of the self, the light and the dark, welcomed. Come into Vira Namaskar onto the other side. So let's step back with our right leg all the way to the back of the mat. Get grounded there and strong in the legs. Padma Mudra, the mudra of awakening, of invocation, reaching up to the light with the hand. And then as we bring the light down, we take the form of Vajra Pradhamma Mudra, the interlace of the knuckles, and let the hands rest onto the heart, the gesture of unshakable trust in our own power and wisdom. Slide your back foot back and wide a little bit, and it's a more traditional Vira 2 stance now, and the heart turns towards the right side of your mat. Check that your left knee doesn't turn with it though. First open the arms, Virabhadrasana two. Spin from the navel, the heart to the front of your mat and pivot onto the ball of your back foot. Hands can come to hips if you need a bit more steadiness or bend your back knee a little bit if you need to. Turn your palms up to the sky and bring the arms overhead. Warrior mudra overhead. Squeeze the arms in, draw the navel back and get strong in your legs. Lean forwards, deep courage through your power and your strength. And if you want to take flight, then hop the back foot in and take some flight time. Lift the right inner thigh up, stretch back through your right foot, reach forwards through your mudra. And then touch down with the back foot, bring the hands to the floor, lower the back knee down. Sit back onto your right heel 
Bring your left hand to your heart, the right hand, Bhumi Sparsa Mudra, bowing inwards again, welcoming the dark spaces. Without the dark spaces, we don't have a growth edge. So welcoming in the dark and bowing in reverence to it. Release the left hand down, spring the feet together, top of the mat, fold and bow inwards. Root down through both feet and as you inhale, rise all the way up to the light and exhale, bring the hands down in front of the heart. Inhale, circle the arms around and up and as you exhale, soft knees hinge from the hips and fold out over the legs. Inhale and come up halfway and step back to the top of a push-up. As you strengthen your arms and your legs, lift up the sides of your waist and lower all the way down onto your belly. Elbows graze your ribs. Carly claws into the earth. Take the heads of the arm bones back. Click the toenails down as you rise up in a traditional cobra. Stretching the heart forwards and then tuck under your toes, downward facing dark. As you inhale, take the right leg to the sky. Be clear and lift from the inner thigh. And as you exhale, step your right foot forwards between your hands. Stay on the ball of the back foot, squeeze the feet together, and as you inhale, rise up into crescent lunge. Take an in-breath there, and as you exhale, a little twist. So take the right hand behind you onto your left thigh. Press your thigh into your hand, and start to curl back into a revolving reverse warrior. Take an in-breath there, and as you exhale, left hand down to the floor, right hand to the sky. Drop the outer right hip down and lift the front of your left thigh up. Open the space between the earth and the sky. Open and clear the heart. Take an in-breath, and as you exhale, lower your back knee down to the floor. Walk out your left hand to the left, palm flat, Plug your shoulder underneath you. You can turn your right toes, your right knee open a little bit if you need a bit more space in the right hip. Reach your right hand straight back, palm face up. Turn back to see it. For some friends, you might just wanna stay there. For other friends, you can bring your left foot into your right hand. Press your foot and your hand into each other and take the heads of both arm bones back so the shoulders curl right behind the back of the heart. Sides of the throat back. Take an in-breath there. And as you exhale, release the hands and step back into downward facing dog. As you inhale, take the left leg to the sky. And exhale, step it forwards between the hands. Stay onto the ball of the back foot. Inhale and rise all the way up. Take your time. Find your steadiness. Find your power, the strength through your legs. And then we're going to take a little twist. So the left hand onto the back of the right thigh. And start to lean back. 
Press your back leg and your hand into each other. Take an in-breath and as you exhale, bring right hand down underneath right shoulder. Drop the left sit bone down as the front of the right thigh lifts up. Twist open to your left. Lower the back knee all the way down to the floor. And you can walk your right palm out or walk your left leg open a little bit more, but just make sure your knee and your toes track same direction. Reach your left palm back, palm face up. Catch the back leg if it's available to you. Press hand and foot into each other. Lean back with the sides of the waist, the sides of the throat. Lots of space between your inner thigh and your belly. Breathe in and around the heart space as the shoulders coil back right into the space at the back of the heart. Release a little monkey twist and bring your hands down and step back into downward facing dog. As you inhale, come forward to the top of a push-up. And as you exhale, lower all the way down onto your belly. Point your toes back and as you reach through the inner leg line, through the big toe, roll the inner thighs up and the outer hips roll down. Energetically drag the heart forwards with your hands as you curl your shoulder heads back and rise into cobra. Keep the elbows in, good, and soft, lovely. Take an in breath, kind of draw the sides of your throat back a little bit more everybody. And then as you exhale, tuck under your toes and press back into downward facing dog. As you inhale, take right leg to the sky. And as you exhale, step your right foot forwards. Anchor the back heel, heel arch alignment, come up into warrior two. Take your time to get there. Make sure that your ankles are underneath your wrists for a few friends need to go a little longer. Spin your back heel back behind you, spiral the back thigh in with the weight big toe to outer heel on the back foot. Make sure your front knee is tracking and then squeeze your feet together and sit down into your legs a little bit more. Bring your right forearm onto your right thigh and bring your left hand onto your left hip. With your right forearm, press down into the forearm so that you can lift out of your right shoulder. Bring the tip of your thumb and your index finger together in this kind of seal of wisdom. As you press your left thigh bone back, wrap your right sitting bone underneath you. Look in to the depths of the heart and roll your right ribs forwards and the top ribs roll back. As you bring your left arm directly out in front of you so the wrist is right in front of the shoulder, retract the arm, suck the arm into the shoulder socket. Keep that retraction as the arm goes alongside the ear. And then spread out through the feet more. Draw the front ribs in and get even longer down the whole side body. Lovely. Squeeze your fingertips of your top hand together and lengthen through the little finger side of the hand. Reach straight up and pull yourself all the way up. 
And then cartwheel the hands down, back into downward facing dog. Left leg to the sky as you inhale. And step it through as you exhale. Heel arch alignment and virabhadrasana too. Take your time to come up. Use your arms like a measuring stick. Check the tracking of your front knee. Weight, big toe mount to outer heel on the back foot. Spiral the back thigh in. And then as you energetically drag your feet together, feel the power of your legs and sit down into that strength a little bit more. Bring your left forearm onto your left thigh. That little mudra of wisdom as you press the forearm down. Right hand onto right hip. Look inwards into the dark space in the heart. Press your right thigh bone back and wrap your left sitting bone underneath you a little bit. The left ribs roll forwards and the right ribs roll back. Sweep the right arm out in front of you so your fingers are reaching to the back of the person in front of you. And then plug your shoulder in. And then from there, keep that retraction as the arm goes alongside the ear, palm down. Really great, everybody. And then make the legs longer. Feel like the feet are spreading away from each other now and feel the length all the way down the right side body. Great. Reach straight up with the top hand and use that hand to pull yourself all the way up and out. And then cartwheel the hands down, this time top of a push-up. Take an in-breath there and as you exhale, lower all the way down onto your belly. Point your toes, claw the earth, lift the heads of the arm bones up, squeeze the shoulders onto your back. And as you inhale, curl up slowly. Good. From when elbows in. Great. Take an in breath. And as you exhale, tuck the toes all the way back to downward facing dog. Great. Let's take right leg to the sky, everybody. And exhale, step the foot forwards between the hands. Similar setup, heel arch alignment again and rising into warrior two. Feel that strength and power in your legs. Hug to the midline and sit down into that power. Reverse warrior this time as you inhale, lean back. Start to straighten your front leg and spin the center seam of that front leg straight up to the sky so that the knee isn't rolling in. And as you come all the way up and over, come all the way over into Trikonasana, but bring your left hand onto your left hip. Right hand either down to the outside of your foot, maybe onto a block, or you can press your hand and your shin into each other, but they need to be working equally, equally well, else otherwise there's an opportunity for the front knee to lock out and hyperextend. Same thing, look into the dark space in the belly and the heart. Breathe the belly back. And then as you spiral the belly chest to the sky, roll your top shoulder back. Bring the arm forwards just in front of you again. Plug the shoulder in and then take the arm straight up. Squeeze the shoulder blades together onto the back. So with your right hand, you're rolling the inner bicep to the outer bicep. And the shoulders, again, curl right behind the back of the heart. As you inhale, pull yourself all the way up. Fear of a dress and a two. 
Cartwheel the hands down and step back into downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg to the sky. And as you exhale, step your left foot forwards between the hands. Finding your way up into your two, take your time, find your steadiness and the power through your foundation. And without that kind of support from underneath us, we don't have the strength and the courage to open the heart. So get your foundation steady. Inhale, reverse warrior, lean it back and start to straighten your front leg. <laughs> start to straighten your front leg. The center seam, the center of the kneecap pointing straight up. And then keep that beautiful length and opening down your left side as you come forwards into Trikonasana, right hand to right hip. Left hand on your leg, but making sure that the leg and the hand are pressing into each other or the hand just to the outside of your shin. Could be a block too, that might work as well. Great. Look inwards to the belly. Draw the left thigh bone into the socket. Squeeze the feet energetically towards each other and roll the belly chest to the sky. With that left hand, roll the uh, arm, sorry, roll the inner arm to the outer arm. Take the right arm out in front of you reach it straight forward, then plug in, and then keep that retraction as the arm goes straight up, and feel the shoulders onto your back, that huge span all the way across the heart, the heart fully supported and cradled with your shoulders. As you inhale, pull yourself all the way up, Virabhadrasana two at the top, good. And cartwheel the hands over, top of a push-up. Take an in-breath, press the floor away. Exhale, lower all the way down to the earth. Inhale, and that same sensation with the shoulder blades moving right into the back of the heart. Curl yourself open into Bhujangasana Cobra. Tuck the toes downward facing dog. Take an in-breath, and as you exhale, lower your knees all the way down to the floor. Separate your knees wider than hips distance. As you inhale, let's take the right arm open to the right. Feed it behind the left wrist and come down onto right shoulder, right temple. Back of the right hand on the floor, reaching to the left, palm facing up. Come up onto your left fingertips like a little spider hand. Walk it forward slightly and across towards the crown of your head. Take the left armpit back, the left elbow points skyward. And again, revolve the belly chest underneath yourself and up to the sky. There's a big temptation in this pose to tuck the chin to the chest and round the upper back. See if you can extend the heart and the crown forwards to the top of your mat. Take one more breath in there and exhale fully. And for some friends, you can take the left hand straight up to the sky. Maybe reach it back into the right hip crease. Take one more breath there, revolving open a little more. 
spinning the ribs around the central axis of the spine. And then as you exhale, release your left hand down, palm in front of the face. Press the floor away, bring yourself around and up. Let's go to the other side. The right arm opens to the oh, left arm. Sorry, left arm opens to the left. And feed it behind your right wrist. That's it, great. So left shoulder, left temple down onto the floor. Get yourself settled there with the palm resting easily on the floor and keep reaching the left fingertips to the right. Come up onto your right fingertips, walk the hands slightly forwards and across. Feel the opening in that shoulder. It might feel a very different sensation, of course. So listen and feel and only going in as far as feels comfortable. Play the edge a little bit, but definitely no discomfort in the shoulders. You can stay right there and work on the extension, the heart and the crown, reaching forwards and not curling in. For some friends, you might want to take the left hand straight, the right hand up straight up to the sky. And it might feel just enough there or take the hand back into the left hip crease. Take one more breath in there. And a full breath out. And then release the hand to the floor and you can press yourself around and back out to downward facing dog. Let's set the feet as wide as the mat now. The hands hold on to the edges of the mat. So curl your fingers underneath your mat like you're gonna rip it apart. Bend your knees halfway to the floor. Lift your sit bones up as high as you can. Look at your feet and make sure that your heels aren't pivoting in or out and that your inner knees are as wide as your inner ankles. Spiral the inner thighs in and back. Get the lower back to draw in more and then stretch the heart forwards, forwards. Look just in the space between your thumbs. Stretch the heart forwards. It's like a little scorpion frog dog. Take an in-breath there and come back to a regular downward dog, keeping that intensity in the arms, in the legs and the lower back drawing in. Inhale, come forwards to the top of a push-up and lower all the way down onto your belly. Let your chin or forehead rest onto the floor. Cross your right leg on top of your left, so it'll just kind of be ankles crossing really. Interlace your hands behind your back with your right index <coughs> finger on top of your left. Your thumbs resting into the small of your back. Lift up your elbows towards the sky and squeeze your inner elbows towards each other. Squeeze the legs together and get long. Inhale, lift the legs, lift the heart, lift the arms, stretch your knuckles to your heels. And then keep the legs lifted and burst the arms open and reach straight out like aeroplane wings, palms down. Inhale, lift everything a little higher, squeeze the shoulders onto your back. And exhale, lower everything down. Good. Change the cross of your legs. Take the hands back behind your back, left index finger on top of right. Point the elbows to the sky. Bring the hands off a little bit into the small of the back and that will give you some slack in your shoulders so you can get the shoulders, heads lifting up away from the floor. Squeeze the legs together, get long, hug to the midline. 
Point the elbows skyward and hug the inner elbows in. Inhale and lift. Legs, heart, head and stretch your knuckles back. Lovely. And exhale, lower everything down back to the floor. Oh, sorry, I forgot to fly. As you lift everything back up again, take the arms wide and fly the arms. Look slightly forward with the sides of your throat up. Shoulders on the back. And then we can lower everything down. Thank you for the reminder. And as you let your arms come forwards now, prop yourself up into a sphinx position. So from our sphinx position, let's feed the left hand behind the back of the right elbow, but palm facing up, left palm faces up and it stretches over to the right. And then we're gonna turn the right palm and forearm to face up and slide them out away from each other. Now, if you've got slightly bigger chest, then you have to kind of negotiate there. Otherwise, we're trying to extend our chin slightly and let your chin just rest over the outer arm without kind of cutting off your windpipe or anything. And let everything relax. So keep stretching the fingers away from each other. <laughs> and we start to feel it somewhere in the back. Yeah, I mean, it'll depend on if and where you have any resistance and tightness. Take one more breath there. And exhale fully. Let's creep the hands and arms back in and change so that the other forearm is in front. Slide the arms back out, palms are facing up, back of the hands on the floor. Hook the chin over. And as you rest into this opening, notice where there's holding. Maybe it's the jawline, maybe it's the eyes, maybe it's in the glutes or in the feet, or maybe it's somewhere around the shoulders. Notice if the shoulders immediately hike up around your ears, can you find a way of just taking the tips of your shoulder blades down, even just a millimeter. Noticing if the stretch feels the same on both shoulders or if one shoulder feels slightly more um, held back or bound. Feeling, listening and breathing fully. At the end of your next exhalation, let's unravel the arms and come back to a sphinx position. And then slide your hands back alongside your chest, shoulders onto the back. And as you inhale, rising up. Press the hips up and back towards your heels. Extended child's pose. Great. Sit back onto your heels. And as you sit nice and tall with the armpits over, stacked right over the hips, you can take a block underneath your bottom or between your bum and your heels if you need a bit of extra support for your knees. Let's take the arms all the way out and wrap your right arm on top of your left. Squeeze the elbows into each other, the backs of the hands and forearms hug in. 
And then you can double wrap the hands into Garudasana arms, or just keep hugging the forearms and back of the hands in. Just to once again, to stretch open the space between the shoulders. As the tips of the shoulder blades sink down into the back of the heart, the elbows lift up off the chest, the forearms move away from your face. Take one more breath there, breathing in and out. And let's burst the arms open. Change the wrap, left arm on the top, squeezing the backs of the arms together or a double wrap. Tips of the shoulder blades down, elbows lift, forearms press away. Inhale, burst the arms all the way open. And as you exhale, take the hands down to the floor and step back into downward facing dog. Keep the sides of the shoulders lifting up, the armpits lift as the hands and the feet ground. Walking your feet forwards towards your hands, you can float if you like. Press down into your feet, inhale and rise all the way up to stand. Arms overhead and as you exhale, bring the hands behind the back of the head like you're going to do an old-fashioned sit-up. The head cradled into your hands. Elbows point forwards. Root down into your left leg. Take an in-breath. And as you exhale, squeeze your right knee up and tuck in. Inhale, come up to stand. Release the foot. And exhale, switch to the other side. Inhale to center. And exhale, squeeze in. Inhale and exhale. And you can pick up the pace. So it's a bit like doing sit-ups, this. <laughs> Just strengthening the core. So really squeeze the knee up as you tuck in. And pick up the pace a little bit, everybody. So you're going in with the elbows down towards the knee as you come up. Good. Last one. And then as you inhale, reach the arms straight up. And exhale, fold out over the legs. Inhale, come up halfway. And walk back into downward facing dog. Let's step the sides of the feet together and step the edges of your thumbs in together. So we've got a little balance beam dog. Squeeze your forearms in, squeeze your legs together. Press the top of the thigh bones back as the lower back draws in. Take your head back behind your arms and squeeze your arms together. Take one more breath here in our little balance beam dog. It's getting a little tone to the belly. And as you exhale, lower your knees all the way down to the floor. Good. Hands and knees, hips distance apart. You might want to pad your knees here if they're sensitive. As you take your right leg straight back behind you, lift from the inner thigh. 
press the four corners of your foot to the back wall and cinch in the hip point and the lower ribs. Remember, we were doing that last week to find tone for our handstands. Let's sweep our left arm out alongside the ear, spin the thumb to the sky. Get long, turn your left thumb down, squeeze your right heel into your bum and reach back with your left hand to find your right foot or ankle. Press the foot and the hand into each other. Curl the shoulders onto the back, lift the belly up and resist hand and foot. Take an in-breath and exhale, release, lengthen and lower. Same on the other side. Left leg lifts, lift from the inner thigh. Use your left hand as a little collie claw, plug the shoulder in and sweep the right arm out front. Spin the thumb down to the floor, squeeze your left heel in and reach back with your hand. Lift the inner thigh and press hand and foot into each other. Plug your left shoulder in. Right side of the heart comes forwards. Lovely. And release. Slightly more challenging now, we're going to do same arm and leg. So as you next inhale, let's take right leg straight back. Claw the earth with your left hand. Squeeze your right heel into your sitting bones. And then reach back with your right hand oops, to find your right ankle. Stretch the heart forward so you're not turning the right knee open. Keep the center of the knee moving down and the inner thigh lifting. Great, yes, a balance involved. Let's release that side. Great. Let's do the same on the other side. Sometimes we've got one side that's a little easier than the other. So let's have a go at the other side. So use your right curly claw down into the earth. Plug the shoulder. Remember that retraction we were doing earlier. Cinch in your belly, that'll help you as you stretch your left leg straight back, lift the inner thigh. Curl the heel in towards you, eyes steady on a point. And then when it feels appropriate for you, you can take your hand back, lift the inner thigh. Good. Resist with hand and foot. Great. Try not to turn to the side. <laughs> And then release, good, because that's going to stand us in good stead for the next bit. Let's take our feet and knees hips distance apart and press back into downward facing dog. Take your right leg to the sky. Lift from the inner thigh to keep the hips nice and square. Curl your right heel in towards your bum. And then squeeze your arms together as you claw the earth and stretch the heart forwards. Melt the back of your heart down to the floor. So it's like a scorpion dog. It's like your right foot is your scorpion tail coming over, over and you're looking forwards beyond your, beyond your fingertips. Great, it's a little scorpion dog. As you squeeze in there with your right leg, squeeze to the midline. And then see if you can take your left hand up and back to find your right foot. And if or when you have it, press the hand and the foot into each other. The heart comes forwards. 
Lovely. <laughs> Might be a little dance. And then release that side. Left leg to the sky. And that might just be enough. Just doing the scorpion part might be enough. So squeeze the left heel in towards your bum. Hug the forearms in nice and strong. Stretch the heart forwards. Melt the base of your heart to the floor. And then reach back with your right hand. Maybe you find the foot, maybe it's a little dance, but it's all fun. It's not, and it doesn't matter. The ball of your foot. You can be, the heel doesn't have to be down. Sometimes it's easier if it's a shorter stance with the heel down. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an easier way of doing it. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely easier to do it like that. It's more stable, but it doesn't really matter. We're just after the bow shape, so how you get it doesn't matter, to be honest. Okay, everybody, well done. Let's, uh, let's take our yoga strap now, and if it's not already in a loop, let's make it into a loop. And it can be, now the loop size depends on your flexibility somewhat. All right, Andrew. Yeah. So if you've got limited range of movement through your shoulder, you're gonna make a slightly bigger loop. If you know that your shoulders, uh, well, <laughs> perhaps not that big. <laughs> you know, a decent, I mean, we can always play with the size of the loop. But if you're fairly confident that you've got good range of movement through your shoulders, then a loop, you know, that's not too big is probably a good idea. Because we're going to use the strap as some resistance to help us with that bow shape. Because this is going to set us up for some, some big back bends. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that could I did say it as well so that'll teach me won't it never let on what I'm going to what I'm going to give you <laughs> yeah I think it's the M6 Tudor oh it's terrible tonight it's all been diverted from Sandbach yeah yeah it took Ali an hour to get back from Hanley yeah Anyway, we're going to get on with backbends now. <laughs> so now you, I know what you're trying to do. Keep it talking and then we won't have to do any more backbends. <laughs> okay, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to lie, let's lie on our left hand side. Let's lie on our left hand side. Um, so you'll be facing this way. So I'm going to come down this end of the room so hopefully everyone can see me. So as you lie on your left hand side, Get your left elbow underneath your shoulder and then bring your forearm out a little bit so it's not shooting directly ahead. It's more kind of 45 degrees-ish. Then you can use that hand as a stabiliser, so get your Carly claws anchored down. And as we did when we were in our Parsvakonasana standing flow, press down into your forearm <laughs> so that you're lifting out of your shoulder. You're not slumping down, letting your ear rest. You're going to loop your top foot, your right leg, and as you take the foot back behind you, so bend the knee and take the foot back, but take your hand underneath your strap and let the palm face forwards, let the palm face forwards, and then we're going to take both shoulders back and curl them into the back of the heart, press down into your left forearm. Draw your front ribs back and take the top of your thigh back, but keep bringing your hand forward. 
and you'll start to open the front of your pelvis a little bit, front of the hip flexors. For some friends, that's going to be enough. Enough going on in the hips, enough going on in the shoulders. For other friends, we take the hands, the top, the fingers curl around the top of your strap. You bring your elbow forwards and alongside your ear. Do it again. It's a bit of a tricky move. Yeah, yeah. What you can have a sense if you want is just do belly down, so you could be like that. That might be another option. You can still get into the hip and use a strap to it first. Yeah, see if you could get into the hip flexibility. Okay, good. Notice if you're really pushing your ribs forward, you'll be dumping in your back. So resist popping your ribs, like we were doing last week a little bit, a little bit of cinching. It sounds kind of counterintuitive, but we definitely don't want to pop the ribs. And then release the elbow down. time. Not yet. Not yet. We've got a bit of work to do before we get there. Okay, so on to our forearms. And the same kind of action with the left arm. So the elbows are underneath the shoulders and then we bring the left forearm in a little bit so it's more of an angle. Same side this time. So like we did kind of opposites before, um, we get, it's the same kind of side. So let's squeeze the right heel in towards your bum. Reach back with your right hand and hold onto the inside of your foot if you can. Press the big toe mound and the thumb pad kind of into each other. Kick the heel away and stretch the right side of your chest forwards. Squeeze both shoulders, curl them back into the space behind the heart. Now again, this might be enough for some friends. For other friends, as you keep lengthening your left leg, press into your left hand and press yourself up. 
Lovely. Take an in-breath and as you exhale, lower all the way down. And switch sides. So bring your left heel in, bring your right hand in front and across a little bit. You all right? Twinged. In what way? It just it just went twinge. It just went twinge. Well, if you need to rest, Karen, you can just come down and uh, let the heels flop out, big toes together, and just sway your hips a little bit. And you know, don't do any more if it feels like you've you've done enough. And if it's twinging, that's probably a good sign to say that you might have done enough. If you are continuing, kick the heel away and pull their hand into each other. Stretch back through the inseam of your right leg. Karen, just bring your big toes together to touch and let your heels flop out to the side. Oh, <laughs> well, lift up your shins, lift up your shins, and then sway your shins from side to side like windscreen wipers. There you go. Lovely. Release that side, everybody. Good. Bring your hands alongside your chest, shoulders coil onto the back. As you inhale, rise up into Cobra, stretch the heart forwards. And as you exhale, tuck the toes and press back to an easy downward dog. Let's walk the feet forwards towards the hands. Bend the knees, inhale and rise all the way up to stand. And as you exhale, bring the hands down into the heart. We're going to come into some form now of Natrajasana. So Natrajasana, a big back bend, um, but there's a few different ways that we can do this. So the first thing is, for some friends who are feeling like back bending is enough already, we've done enough, now what you could do is just the first stage, standing at the wall, arms length away, with the fingers about shoulder height, kick one heel back and grab it, and then you're just aiming to bring the knees and the thighs together as you lengthen your tailbone down. Maybe take the hand up the wall a little bit, or you can start to go forwards, but the heart goes up as the foot kicks away. So you can definitely do more of um, a supportive standing version. For some friends who are enjoying the flow and getting into the, the back bending, then you can definitely take it up a notch from there. Maybe use a yoga strap. So you could lasso, um, I'm always doing that same side, I'm just gonna change my size. Um, so what you could do is use a lasso around your foot and then you bring the strap overhead and you can just definitely do one hand and it's the same arm position we just had with the elbow pointing skywards or you could use both hands and squeeze in and go up and back. You can also do the same thing without a strap. So you could take hold of the foot hand to the inside and then start to take the hand forwards and you're going up with the heart. Whoops. You're going up with the heart, not forward. So you're creating that bow shape, not going, um, I'll just let me use my other leg. So not going straight down. 
You see there's a difference between an, the heart going up and going down. All right, so we wanna go up with the heart and up with the foot so we create this beautiful arch in the back, okay? So some friends might need some wall space. Some friends might need to use a strap. And if you're not using any of those things, you're just going to go for it without a strap. We're all gonna stand on our left leg first and kick our right heel back. So we're all doing the same side. So everybody's probably done the other one. <laughs> Let's take the leg back and strap it or take the hand to the inside. And take the inner thigh in and back and flex the ankle if you can. And then your left hand can go onto the wall. It can come up alongside the ear. We can make that little mudra of wisdom. It can be a soft bend in the left knee. And then as you lift your heart up, you start to kick the heel away. Lift the inner thigh up. Lovely. Good. So we're aiming to keep the pelvis nicely balanced here. Wonderful. And then let's release that side when you have danced around a little bit. And we'll do the same thing on the other side. So for some of us, it might be more of a quad stretch than it is a big heart opening, but that's okay. Let's switch to the other side and do the same variation you did on the other side onto the second side. Good. Lovely. You can take your other hand onto the strap for a moment. I'll take both hands back. That's it. And then squeeze your elbows in. That's it. Great. Plug the shoulders down. It'll give you more power. That's it. Great. Good. Find it steady. It will steadying to do with both hands. Yeah. Good. Release and lower. Good. And then let's come to uh, how, how many? Five, two, four, six, eight. Okay, so we're we're odd numbers, but that's all right. Let's have um, let's have two chunky blocks between two, or there'll be one three. <laughs> that we've been doing all night this kind of action and that kind of action we've done a lot of tonight so we're going to get into a little bit of bridge pose and then Urdhva Dhanurasana so full wheel so let's uh, let's take the blocks up to a wall space you can take them out with you if you want to if you want something underneath you but you're going to take your blocks, and actually I'm showing you a bad example. You want blocks the same height, not one higher than the other. But uh, I do have them still, so it's okay. I have them in the bag, but um, <laughs> just so that you kind of understand what I'm asking you to do, just take your blocks to the wall. So then one friend is going <laughs> to come down onto their backs with their feet on the block and their toes just curling up the, up the wall a little bit. So it might be that your little toes don't go up the wall, but that's all right, you want the balls of the feet down. So let's have one person do that. We'll all do it together. <laughs> in fact, Ali, do you want to come over here? And then we'll, you can be my partner and then, uh, we'll all do it together. It's not that everybody will be watching you, but um, I'm, just, I'm just thinking that it might save time rather than having three of you. Okay, so one friend is going to be on their back with their feet on the blocks 
and they want to, you want to walk your sit bones in uh, towards the heels. Am I lying on the back? Yeah, you're lying down onto your back. Like all the way down on your back? Okay, and the sisters just make the blocks, make sure the blocks don't go ski with, and the blocks are about hip distance apart for your friends, so the knees shouldn't be together, okay? And then if you're lying down on your back now, you're going to make robot arms, and squeeze your elbows into the sides of your waist. Press your upper arm bones down into the floor and feel your collarbones broaden. And from that, you're going to then lift up your hips up away from the floor into a little baby bridge. Good. Now, as you press your arm bones down, you're going to take your hands underneath you and interlace your hands. Remember that movement we did earlier, where the elbows were pointing skywards and then we squeeze the inner elbows in. Roll the shoulders underneath you now and squeeze your inner elbows in right underneath you. Assistant friends, sit behind your partner. Get the balls of your feet onto their shoulders and press them down. And then they're going to press their upper arm bones down. Doesn't matter about the forearms. They're going to lift their hips up even more. And that little help of the blocks underneath the feet is going to give them a bit more room and space in the lower back. If you're in the little baby bridge, roll your inner thighs in and down and make sure your knees aren't splaying and assistants don't let them take their knees wider than their hip points. <laughs> Great. And then, if you're comfortable here, you're going to uninterlace your hands and take your hands around your pelvis. So the hands go underneath your hips. That's it. Good. And some friends might need to come up higher, even lift their heels up off the blocks if you can. That's it. Great. Squeeze the inner elbows in towards each other. Great. And then when you're ready to come down, take your arms out to the side. You might need to, assistant friends can wiggle away so they can undo their arms underneath them and then lower all the way down. Good. Okay, and then you can switch around. Does that feel like you're around? Yeah. Good, good. It's quite nice having some height underneath the feet, especially for my friends who have issues in hamstrings and lower back. Because you have a little bit of extra space. So it can feel nice to, to have that underneath there. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so second friend. So you can be on your block assistance. Just make sure that their feet are hip distance apart. Robot arms. Press your upper arm bones down. And then start to lift your hips up. And then you take your hands underneath you, that action we were doing earlier, interlacing, and rolling one shoulder, rolling the other, and squeezing the inner elbows in. And then assistant friends, you can anchor their shoulders down when they have that. Great. And then, as they keep squeezing their inner elbows in and getting the shoulders right underneath the back of the heart, if it's available to them, they can let their hands release and just bend the elbows and the hands will be around the pelvis. And I quite like to have my thumbs kind of underneath me and my fingers curling around the sides of my pelvis. And I use my thumb to press my tailbone, lengthen it forwards to my knees. And that can be quite a nice little assist as well. Good. Lovely. Just make sure that the knees aren't splaying assistance and that the inner thighs roll in and down to keep the sacrum broad.
Well done. Let's gently release that side and come all the way down. Good. <clears throat> and now, some friends, we might definitely be over the back bending thing by now. So if, if you are done, then you can just take, um, uh, come back to your block and just do a restorative bridge with the block on its lowest height, its medium height underneath your pelvis. If you want to continue towards Urdhva Dhanurasana, we're going to carry on towards kind of full wheel pose. And, and it doesn't matter if you don't come up. What we're trying to get tonight is this action in the shoulders. We've done a lot of this kind of action already and freeing up the shoulder girdle. So what we're going to do, and this, where I'm demonstrating right now, isn't ideal. <laughs> Because it would be ideal, more ideal if I had a skirting board. But you're going to take your blocks like that onto the skirting board. Now, it's okay to go wider, especially if you've got a lot of tightness in your shoulders. It's perfectly fine to go wider. You don't need to have these blocks clamped around the side of your head. Okay. So we're going to... Ali, would you just mind doing me a favour? Yeah, yeah. Could you just come and just be alongside me, just in case these blocks slide down? Okay. Okay. So... When you come down, you take your head in between your blocks and your hands around your blocks. Now, for me, I like to be kind of somewhere in the middle, but I'm using my hands around and getting a good grip. And I'm bringing my elbows forward, and, and I've got that same action in my feet again. Now, for friends with lower back issues, you could have blocks underneath your feet as well, and that, that will work well for the, the feet and the lower back. You can lift your hips and then you could come onto the balls of the feet instead of a block and then you press onto the top of your head. And then that retraction movement that we were doing earlier, you plug your shoulders in, you press down and go all the way up. Thanks. And then to come down, chin tucks and you come down. So when you are on going up, it's really important that that retraction action gives you a fuller range of movement. If you don't plug in, so I'm not plugging in now, I can take my arm up, but notice how it stops, because I can feel it meeting some resistance here. If I plug in, my arm's engaged. So you get a fuller range of movement. So what we're trying to do is really set the shoulders in their, their optimal aligning position so you can get optimal range of movement to go back without catching and impinging anything, okay? When you're upside down like that, it's a bit disorientating to know where you're plugging into. So if you just keep thinking of moving the shoulder down, you'll find it. So you want the shoulder blade moving down into the back. So if you do it from here, you're sucking the arm bone into the socket. If you're upside down like that, you're sucking the arm bone down into the socket. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's make this our last little back bend action tonight. And of course, if it's too much, restorative bridges is the way to go. And we'll do this in partners again. If, uh, if you don't have a partner, <laughs> if you're a partner, uh, do restorative bridge or all good. Yeah, let's... Uh, yeah, do you want these two? Okay, so block set up, and you want your head in between the blocks, and at least kind of shoulder width apart with your blocks. Okay. And then you lift 
up their, their hips away from the floor. And then you press down into your feet and you come up onto your head. Great. And then, assistants, must make sure that the feet are going forwards, knees are going forwards. And then you plug in with your shoulders. You press down through your feet and your hands. And then you press up with them. Chin rest in the center of the chest. 
Squeeze into the block as you inhale and come back to the center. And going over to the other side. Anchor your left shoulder, breathe into your left side body. And coming back to the center again. And release your block as the feet come down to the floor. Bring your right heel onto the top of your left knee. Flex the ankle, spread the toes, then press the thigh away, inner thigh away from you to create the top of a number four. Right hand through the gap between the legs and both hands hold the back of your left thigh. Press the thigh into your hands. Extend your leg up to the sky. Soft ankle circles through your left ankle. Almost pull the back of your left thigh bone down towards the floor as you press it forwards. So we root the femur back into the socket, stabilizing the pelvis, stabilizing the lower back. Circle the opposite way a few times if you haven't already. And then let's switch to the other side, lower the left leg down and Little figure four with the left heel on the right knee. Flex the ankles, spin the thigh away. Take the right leg to the sky, press it into your hands. Almost energetically pull down on the back of the leg to root the thigh into the socket and circling your ankle. A few times, one direction. few times the other way. And then release the right foot to the floor. Bring your left foot to the floor. Feet, hips distance apart, knees bent. Take your hands onto the tops of your thighs and press the tops of your thighs strongly away from you. So that as you keep that pressure consistent, you can feel a, a gentle tilt of your pelvis. The lower back slightly arches. And we return the lower back into its natural alignment with that lovely lumbar curve. Take a full breath in. And a long sigh out of the mouth. And if there is any other pose that your body is longing for, please honour that. If your body feels realigned and satisfied, if you've done all you need to do, then you can stretch yourself out for Shavasana. Stretched out or the knees bent. 
feel free to come back to any of the mudras that we have worked with tonight to give us this ability to trust in our heart wisdom and to rise up in our courage and transformative strength and power. Maybe the Yoni Mudra, the downward pointing triangle over the soft belly. Maybe the Vajra Pradharma Mudra where the first knuckles are interlaced on the hands and the hands rest over the heart, the gesture of unshakable trust. Or maybe the index finger and the thumb gently connected in our seal of wisdom. Rest into the great flow of your breath now. And as you breathe, breathe into the open space that you've created around the heart. As you breathe freely, expand the back, the front and the sides of the heart. No big effort, just allowing the prana to nourish and clear all of those gateways of spaciousness we've opened up through our practice. The dark space receiving the light once more. The knots of woundedness around the heart being slowly undone and unraveled. So eventually those cords can be severed and we're no longer held and bound by old woundedness. Instead, just like Carly with her sword, we sever the attachment in order to move forwards in freedom. So using your breath to continue to create space and bring light into the darkness.
slowly begin to deepen your breath now. And as your breath deepens, once again expanding around the heart and noticing all that is present there. Noticing how the shoulders feel now in comparison to where we started. Noticing any immediate emotions that have begun to arise out of the freedom and the unraveling of those binds around the heart. Nothing is good, bad or right or wrong. Just simply becoming a witness, becoming present and acknowledging both the light and the dark <coughs> is part of the deep healing of the body-mind. So as you start to breathe back to wakefulness, breathe down into the heart, breathe down into your fingers and your toes, <coughs> feeling, sensing and acknowledging all that is present. And when you're ready to, you can start to move gently, stretch, yawn, <coughs> sigh. And as you move gently to one side, press the floor away, bring yourself around and up to sit. The hands in Anjali Mudra in front of the heart. This gesture of presence, this gesture of union, of the uniting of the opposites, the light and the dark, the masculine and the feminine, the left and the right, all parts of the self welcomed, all parts of the self embraced and celebrated. And as we bow in in deep reverence to those dark places within, those places of growth that help us when we have the courage to go in to meet them, to rise up and live our lives to the fullest without being held by old wounds and fears. And may we each continue to have that courage to go inwards time and time again, acknowledging and meeting all of those dark spaces. May the light in me honor and bless the light in you. Namaste. Thank you.